Yeah, it's a pre- it was a pretty costly um, weekend on the back of like other guys like Jordan Larmer who suffered an injury a few weeks ago and then, you know, Munster's injury uh, update drops yesterday and there were some big hitters on that as well. So, I mean, my understanding was up until yesterday, Andy Farrell still hadn't even finalised his squad because there were so many doubts over, over players waiting for results of scans and things like that. So, it's not ideal. Um, my sort of sense of that like will it give players a chance I got, I'm all for that and I think the the Ireland A game they'll, they'll play New Zealand the, um, next month is going to be massively important for that as well on the back of the Emerging Ireland Tour which I think we've seen the positives to that you look at guys like Jack Crowley and Tom O'Hearn have come back into Munster and really hit the ground running so I think you're seeing a knock on effect of that but I don't know I think with South Africa first up I know it's only a November international but I just think that game is enormous um, for Ireland just in terms of building on what they did in the summer, obviously incredible achievement for winning winning a series in New Zealand. But I just I still think there's a few question marks over Ireland when they go up against a team like South Africa, like France, uh, to a certain extent like England with big packs, less so England, but certainly France and South Africa. And for all like that they achieved in the summer, I just don't think that um that all blacks pack is on the same level as the Springboks in terms of physicality and stuff. So 
I would, I really hope that by the time we were nearly three weeks away from the game Saturday, uh, three weeks, two weeks, I should say. So I really hope that by the time the game, that game comes around, it's not a kind of patched up um, Ireland team because I think it's a massive, massive test to see where they are. They're going to play South Africa in the World Cup pool stages next year as well, which is obviously going to be an incredibly tough task. So I think like if Ireland were playing with a patched up team and I, I also think, I also hope by the way, that the Springboks have a full team. I would just love to see Ireland and the Springboks going to head full-blooded just to see where Ireland stand because for all that the Springboks might get criticised for their style of play, it's bloody effective and it's it's been exactly what Ireland have struggled against in the past. So um, I think it's massive for the psyche of this team. I think if they were to, like I said, to build on winning a series in New Zealand by beating the world champions in Dublin, that would really set them up well. And I think then, like I said, you have the A game against the New Zealand 15, whatever they're calling it, the All Blacks 15, Fiji, you'll absolutely see guys come in. Like I just mentioned a couple of them there, like the likes of Tom Ahern, Jack Crowley, maybe Kieran Frawley, another one kind of in the mix. And then Australia, I think as well, would give you more scope than than South Africa first up. So it's almost a pity that the box are, are first and not at the back end of November to give guys extra time to, to recover. It was also confirmed today that Ireland will welcome England to the Aviva Stadium on August 19th of next year. That's part of their World Cup preparations. The game comes exactly three weeks before Ireland's pool opener against Romania at the tournament itself. Ireland will hope that fixture goes more smoothly than the equivalent four years ago when Joe Schmidt's Ireland conceded eight tries in a chastening 57 points to 15 defeat at Twickenham ahead of that year's World Cup and we all know how that went. The rest of Ireland's warm-up series is still to be confirmed. Another country's World Cup preparations will take them to Dublin next August. Leinster are to play World Cup debutants Chile at Energia Park in Donnybrook on August 18th. Chile are drawn in Pool D in France. They'll play England, Argentina, Japan and Samoa. Sticking with matters international and Finn Russell is the biggest name absentee from Scotland's autumn international squad. Gregor Townsend's charges face Australia, the All Blacks and Argentina next month but the racing playmaker has not been included. Blair Kinghorn, Adam Hastings and Ross Thompson have been preferred by Townsend at out half. Speaking in the French media recently, Russell felt he was returning to peak form having suffered what he felt was an overload of games last season. He's also due to become a father in coming weeks and Townsend was asked about his number 10 picks today. Yeah, well it's really to reward form and consistency. Uh, Blair uh, has really developed as a 10 since he moved there over a year ago um, and had a very good tour, got better and better in the summer um, and he's played, played really well for Edinburgh this year. Um, Adam has is, is really responded well to, to being left out of the squad last season. Um, he was going to tour but picked up an injury and he, he's been in very good form for his club Gloucester this year. Uh, with Ross, he hasn't played as many games, but obviously had a, an excellent season for Glasgow last year. So th- those are the three um, players that we're backing for this campaign. For someone like Finn Russell, who's missed out in the squad, someone who's played a lot of games for us in the past, it's a challenge for him to, to show um, his form and his consistency over the next few weeks. Now to Ulster's preparations for the Cell Sea Sharks. Dan McFarland has no new injury worries with which to contend bar Gareth Milosinovic's concussion that follows last week's thrilling win over the Emirates Lions. One of his deputies, Johnny Bell, was in front of the media and said Ulster could well be at the vanguard of a high-scoring rugby future. Look, I think the game in general, I think, is is moving in that direction. There's more more attacking rugby. Attack, attacks are getting better. Um, there is obviously a, a mindset around attack, particularly when you come out to South Africa. You could see I mean, Leinster have a, have a tremendous defence and, and when the Sharks played them, um, that was a high-scoring game. You look at the, the Premiership at the minute, it's usually high-scoring. It's uh, 
And then when you come out to somewhere like South Africa and you've got um, flat track, 33 degrees, sun on your back, um, the mindset is to is, is to play rugby. So, yeah, look, we, we were, you know, I think, you know, we were in control of that match for, for large parts of it. The last 20 minutes, um, they got a lot of momentum. And I think they have a, they have a history of, of coming back against teams when you take into account the heat and the altitude. And that's not, you know, we're, we're not a team that make excuses, but it's certainly a, a factor that is, is you've got to take into account. And, uh, you know, um, we've, we've obviously challenged ourselves. We've looked and reviewed the game and things that we can do better and, and little, little mistakes that give them purchase into the game uh in that last quarter that we want to try and you know we want to try and make sure we don't give um give the sharks that same opportunity a strong second half performance aided by their bench helped the sharks trounce glasgow 40 points to 12 last week three of those tries came in the last 20 minutes aided by a strong bench and bell was asked how ulster planned to counteract that this weekend yeah good question (laughs) it's a challenge okay isn't it because you're you're playing against um you're playing against um some of the best players in uh, well, the best players in South Africa and some of the best players in the world. So, uh, but as I say, that's you know, you know, it's it's a case of us making sure that we we get our own game right. Um, we know that if we get our own game right, we can put ourselves in a good position. Um, we've got to be accurate. Um, we've got to be defensively good uh, because obviously, if you uh, if you're loose against um, if you're loose against the Sharks, they've got they've got threats across the park. So. Um, and then we've got to make sure set piece wise we're we're strong because they've got a they've got a strong a strong group of group of forwards that are going to challenges. But you know that's that's the beauty about it. We we, we love challenges this side of um, this side of played against the sharks obviously over the last couple of years. And and um, you know there's a huge amount of respect there for the quality that's uh, that's in that side. But but it's a it's a great challenge for us and we're 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 well up for it. That's it for today's Rugby Daily and thank you for listening. My name is Richie McCormick. We'll have more for you tomorrow, including team news from Connacht ahead of their meeting with the Scarlets on Friday night. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and to leave some delicious feedback. I shall talk to you tomorrow.